and welcome to episode 13. Good energy. Is it episode 13? It is. Lucky number 13, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm lucky number 13. Episode 13 of After All This Time Always Podcast with your host, me, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And him over there. You know him as Joe. (laughs) We know him as Joe. It's Joe. Hi. Hello, Joe. (laughs) Hello, guys. Hello, Joe. (laughs) How are we all doing? We're good. Good. Lovely Um, stuff. Yeah, we're, we're, what we're doing in this episode, we're talking about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets film, the second film in the mm. franchise. Yes. Yes. But more of the same. <laughs> more of the same. Okay, if you enjoyed, uh, if you enjoyed the, the previous episode where we... T- well, not the previous episode in... in uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, the previous about, film episode. Yeah. Previous film episode. That's what we need to get going. Because yeah. obviously we have another mini episode in between us. Uh, if you enjoyed the previous film episode um, and you enjoyed um, Tom, uh, them, those guys ranting about the film, uh, more of the same, as Pat says. Yeah. I enjoyed this a little more than uh, the previous film. Well, we'll get on to how I felt about this film. But uh, Joe, what <laughs> yes, we got mate. coming up in the show, mate? Oh, mate. Packed room Ooh. of features. Ooh. Today we have got peeves. We have, yeah. We got a couple. Uh, not too many. Not too. Ma- no, I haven't got too many. Obviously, I mean, I don't even know if they are peeves now. I'm scared to say anything. Oh, uh, we're going to take a little dip into the pensive. Oh, 2002. We, yeah, yeah, just a little dip again. More of the same. It was so close to 2001. It's like yeah, literally it's, straight after. It's the next it was, year, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. If you it check a calendar, check yeah. a calendar. It was the the year that immediately. Followed. So when 2001 and then followed by... Yeah, like December 31st, 2001 was the day before January 1st, 2002. That's, That's right. That's, That's right. Fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can check, a ca- check that on a calendar. Check it out. Check it out, guys. Uh, we've also got... Well, we've got our classic film chat. We're just going to chat about this flipping film yeah, all I'm day gonna, long. I'm going to bust open the Chamber of Regrets. Yeah. Oh, yes. We're going to enter the Chamber of Regrets. Yeah, and this is the film where it got its name from, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pat, I understand you've got a new game for us? I have. More on that a bit later. Okay. Uh, lovely. No, like, just a very mini tease. Not even the name of the game? No, I want to save the name. Okay. <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of emails and uh, we're going to end the show, as always, with Joe's Quiz, or as we're going to call it today, Quiz Columbus. Yeah. Very so, nice. So from the sounds Thanks, Pat, you when... came up with it. No, but, but I've just, you know what? It's dawned on me that it has double meaning. Because it it's Chris Columbus, but it's also Columbus. It's the school we went to. It is. Different, uh, different spelling. It was actually Columba was the saint. Yeah, St. Columbus. St. Columba, apostrophe S. It's his school that we yeah. went to. And also, Never saw him. Never saw him there. Also, no longer having morphine time, apparently. Uh, oh, I didn't write it and down. I'm sorry, And we're Tom. not finding out the answers to the cryptic clues. Uh, but I did, right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right, cryptic clues and morphine time. Are you sure? Because they're not on your list, mate. <laughs> <laughs> this is a packed, packed episode. It's packed. It's I'm a just... foot. Is, um, is, is the show becoming too big for you? A brimming fridge just... of uh, features we've got today. Are you sure? I just worry. That's all. Don't, I don't, don't need to worry, mate. Do I? Don't I? Worry, mate. Don't I? <laughs> no. Okay. Joe, I'm not worried. I'll, us, us Gryffindors are brave. We don't worry about, <laughs> we don't worry about too much. <laughs> uh, five points to Gryffindor for that one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he who dares. <laughs> that's not a Gryffindor statement. That's a Del Boy statement. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> it, it an SAS statement? Super Army Soldiers. Isn't that like that? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> So, should we kick off the show with some peeves? Yes. Peeves! Okay, so in the last film chat, we uh, we made a bit of a big deal about 
the fact that there was only one Quidditch game featured in the film and we said that we wanted it to look like it wasn't only one game a year. Something they actually rectify in the second film, but Lee Jordan does say in his commentary in Philosopher's Stone, or Sorcerer's Stone, welcome to the first Hogwarts Quidditch game of the season. So there you go. They do imply that there's more. Uh, There was a small question about uh, what year did Blue Water open? Oh, I'll be honest. This is how little I, I trust Joe. Is when he said he said quite for, no Blue Water Shopping Centre opened in 1999. I looked it up, but not only was he correct in it being mm-hmm. 1999, yes, we please. recorded the last set of episodes on March the 17th. Blue Water Shopping Centre opened March the 16th, 1999. Wow, yeah. really? So we almost just happy after. anniversary, Blue happy Water. Anniversary, Blue yeah. Water. 20, 20, no, 19th anniversary. Yeah. No, it's not no. been 19 years since 1999. Don't <laughs> t- no, it hasn't. <laughs> no, it has not. No, it's not. It hasn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> How has it been 19 years since 1999? That would make... No. What, what that would year? make us around the 31-year-old mark. It's what, not been 19 years. Well, what year came after 1999? Uh, oh, hang on. Let me work it out. <laughs> um, 2000. Right. Oh, now no, you've lost me. Oh, yeah, game oh. over. Um, I'll let Tom, you oh, think about it. God. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, the comic relief sketch that you talked about, Tom. Yes. This isn't a P if you didn't get anything correct. I just wanted to use this opportunity to say, well done, well remembered. I had no memory of that at all, and I looked no. it up, and it's actually it's not, a thing. It's not a I peeve. will try and find it. It's not a peeve, but I prefaced it by saying this isn't a peeve. I'm so scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what Pat was doing there, he, he obviously set up thinking that it would be a peeve. Yeah, I, I researched it to check that we got everything yeah. right. And we did. Yeah. Tom, he, Tom he, very he, well remembered. Fine, yeah. fine. I don't, big, un- I don't it's, understand. It takes a big man to own up to their <laughs> mistakes. And also it takes a bigger man to not just keep doing the same mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode. And uh, just a small something I forgot to mention in the 2001 pensive. Uh, Tom, 2001 was the first year of the new Only Fools and Horses trilogy. Oh. Uh, let's not talk about that now. Conversation for another time. But I imagine that would have generated some conversation. It would have, yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> Joseph Power, yes, mate. You claim that Daphne's brother was played by Richard E. Grant in the previous episode. <gasps> That's one of his, one of her brothers. Incorrect. No, definitely one of her brothers. She's got three brothers. She's got she's got one northern one, one Cockney one that I think turns up a few times. And I think when they get married, Richard E. Grant turns up, and they walk out singing. Um, that football song, We Ain't Nottingham Forest. They walk out singing that song. <gasps> okay, when, when I Googled uh, Daphne's brother, uh-huh. Richard E. Grant didn't come up. But Lord, well, I'll, well, do a, I'll, I'll save it for next week. I'll save it for next week. I was about to Google save, it, but I'll save, save it for next, next week. week. Uh, and if you were right, then that is a peeve. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Your peeve can be with me, yeah? Okay, now, there you go. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, someone's like, Oh, Tom, you don't, uh, men- do you mention us on stage? <laughs> no. You did it. Nice one, Tom. And um, if you wanted to listen to a, a Harry Potter podcast, well, me, if you don't mind, uh, Matt, I've got a podcast called After All This Time Always, and we look at um, a retrospective look back at. It's actually quite apt because we look back at when we first read the books, and uh, yeah, get on your podcast, Matt. Very good. And um, we look back at the books. Okay. Okay. So rectified. Uh, well the, done, in the, Tom. In the next, in the next episode, um, I'm guessing we're going to look forward to Joe saying that on stage. In <laughs> <meets>. <laughs> yeah. 
Because he's um, not going to say it on their Facebook group, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, yeah. Maybe you could just switch one of the lyrics to like subliminally mention one of my lyrics. Yeah, one yeah. Of his lyrics. I'll, de- I'll definitely change the one of the lyrics. Thank you. Um, I've got some peeves, and I've really tried hard okay. to get this right. Okay. I'll give you the benefit of the okay. shout if right. you get it wrong. <laughs> okay, so I've got two peeves. Gripes! <laughs> one of my peeves is that I had no peeves last time, and I'm sorry about that, everyone. It counts. I, I'll kind of allow that because we went through a big thing, and, and it annoyed me. It was something we got wrong with the last episode, so it's, I'll allow Okay, that. and the other one, it's... It's not a factual peeve, but it is the kind of peeve that you've done before, Pat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like the fact he's prefixing it. Really. No, this, it's not the... my fault. It's actually would be Pat's fault if I get this wrong. It's like no, a just... lawyer. It's like there's legal precedent. Yeah. I want to cite the case of Pat in episode four. Listen, well, listening back to last week, I felt that I was comparing the book to the film a little too much. We should be looking at it more as the film on its own as a film rather than... I mean, it's hard to... You can't yeah. completely separate the two, but no, I think we can't. should be judging it as a... Like, for example, if you look at High Fidelity, the book, and High Fidelity, the film, a lot of people I've spoken to have said they didn't like it because it's American, but, but I think they're just two separate, brilliant things. Yeah, I, I, I take them both uh, differently. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I think which, lot... which I can understand why it's hard to do, but yeah. I just think we were focusing too much on why the book was good and why this didn't work. But I just sure. think as a film, Philosopher's Stone isn't very good. I think we covered that as well. Like the poor exposition, the continuity, mm. the performances, the writing. <laughs> 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 pretty much everything, the bad CG. I, I think... Pretty much everything but the music. I think we covered yeah. that it is a poor film. But it's natural as a, as a Potter fan to start going. And in the book, this bit yeah. is so yeah. good. So yeah, it's yeah, frustrating yeah. that it was bad. I suppose I... it's different to High Fidelity because it's like a whole universe that you've built up in your head rather than just a story of a guy. Mm. Running around. And High Fidelity. High Fidelity benefits from having a soundtrack being uh, mm. an, audio, an audio thing as well as uh, just on the page. Yeah, that's so much true. of it is about music. Yeah, um, yeah. Our friend Lee mentioned him in the last episode. Has just watched all the films. Now he's never read the books, so it'd be interesting to hear his take on what he feels. Whether mm. he was lost at any moment because he didn't have imagine um, he was gaps filled during the book. Um, I'd just like to jump in and say we might not have mentioned Lee. I haven't edited jump it back yet. out, mate. Because <laughs> I haven't finished. <laughs> <laughs> Only one person to a trampoline here, right? <laughs> um, I, I, Joe is a fantastic editor. He, he does a really good job. Don't, wouldn't you agree, Pat? Piece. I do agree. However, yeah. for my feature, which he forgot about it this week, Morphin Time, <laughs> yeah. I, I said to Joe, the, the thing I said to Joe, oh, it would be good if you can get, it's Morphin Time. Mm. The, the thing you put in was just him saying it in conversation. Go on, guys, on, it's Morphin Time. Come on, guys, it's Morphin Time. It's not what I was, I'm looking for. A, it's morphin time. That's what I want. Okay. Well, no, but yeah, but I, what, what do you want? That was just the cleanest one I could find. There's a YouTube video that I stole it from. So, oh, I mean, I'm uh, admitting to theft here. But basically, I, I ripped a Next YouTube you'll be video. Taking, you'll be ripping off BBC World Love <laughs> shows in a minute. <laughs> but I took it. Um, I, there was, I found a YouTube video that yeah. was just called Every It's Morphing Time from right. Power Rangers. <laughs> I just took the cleanest one. Okay. Because well, some of them like were like recorded off like scratchy VHS and had be, music cutting in and you out. Know what I like. I wanted the music cutting in and yeah. out behind it. No, but it, it sound, just sounded rough. You know what I mean? I like the roughness. Okay, I, I thought I, it, I'll, I cha- thought, I'll change I thought, it. Up I don't know for you, Pat. I thought it sounded too clean. 
I'll change it out. I'll change it out for the, this episode. You know what I'm getting at. You know, and he, he's probably giving it some. That was more like, almost like he was like, "Oh, come on, guys, it's morphing time." Yeah, we're well, doing the oh, six a.m. shift yeah. of, uh, <laughs> of power ranging. I think they were just facing. Come puns. on, it's morphing time. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> it's morphing time. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah, all right. So. Okay. Mm, pressure's on. It, <laughs> I cannot wait to hear this episode. Oh, uh, I think that's all the peeves. Well, should we uh, take a little dip into the pensive? Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's go back to 2002. All right. So, uh, yeah, as we said, 2001, well, as we, as we showed on the last episode, 2001 was such a momentous year. A lot of 2002 just seems to be reactions to 2001 mm. and... Uh, so there's not too much going on. Um, Hulk Hogan came back to the WWE. Did he? Yeah. Was he that on your list, Pat? Uh, I, don't think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was. Um, uh, 14th of January, foot and mouth crisis is declared over. There you go. Okay. Huh? Good news. Right? We can eat beef again. Um, I remember, very, just very quickly on that one, uh, I, was watch- I was sitting with my mum and we were watching a... Um, it was uh, status quo, but they were singing a Beach Boys song. They were singing "Fun, Fun, Fun." Oh dear! And I, uh, I went to my mum. Huh, more like they'll have a bum, bum, bum because their daddy took the burger away. Uh, in refer- <laughs> reference, and that's when I realised that musical comedy is just very, very easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I remember her being actually like, "Oh, you slating, slating musical comedians." I love it. Time. Look oh, at this. Off, the beef is starting. <laughs> no, we're not allowed beef. Not allowed problem. beef. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's already over. <laughs> Well, that joke would have worked last week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Princess Margaret died. BBC Six Music. Yes. The first new BBC radio station in decades is launched on the 11th of March, 2002. They don't have BBC Six Music anymore, do yes, they? Yes, they do. They do? do they? Absolutely do. That's they been, almost that's got been rid of it. But very important yeah. to me, actually, over my years yeah. as a musician. They've given us a lot of airtime and whatnot. Oh, if you, uh, got if to you're go one on of those stage people... at Shepherd's Bush Empire as part of a Save Six Music thing. That was oh. cool. Maybe in my head I just thought, well, this is station's dead. They're <laughs> <laughs> playing Joe songs. Joe's songs. No. I, I, told, I endorse Coats in the Clouds, and if I can make it there Sunday, I will, but I might have to take my daughter because <laughs> my wife goes away to Melbourne next week and it's just me and her. Absolutely. Oh, God. Hanging out. Next week. How long has she gone for? The month? Ten days. Ten days. Oh, yeah, just me, too, me too and bad. me. I've, I've, I've had to write up a list of what to do, so I've got like. Um, one day we're going trampoline in, another mm. day, uh, yeah, don't try and interrupt that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to uh, look at some lambs. Uh, nice. Yeah, nice. that'd be nice. And uh, then a roast. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, I've got, I've got it planned. Uh, going to meet up with our friend Archie and his oh, son. Lovely. Nice. Yeah, we're going we're to go to a, a thing in Maidstone. So, yeah. We've got a it thing in Maidstone. I See you there, to, guys. I can't wait to hear about all about it on the next mini episode. Uh Queen Mother died as well. There you go. Uh-huh. So Queen had a bit of a rough year. She lost her sister and her mum on hmm. uh, 30th of March. Hearsay, the band formed by the ITV series Pop Stars announced they are to split. So how long were they together? Uh, I can't remember when we said they came around. It was last. But it last, was sort of mid last year. Was it early yeah. to mid last year? That was a quick... October 2002, they split. Wow, so you got them in that sweet period when they liked each other, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you saw them live. <laughs> and when people liked them. <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe, on the last episode, this was uh-huh. a peeve, almost a peeve, you said that you watched Clockwork Orange on Channel 4. When yeah. It had its, 
uh, British TV debut, and I said, uh-huh. no, it was on Sky Box Office. Yes, 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 yes. 13th of October 2002, that's when it got its terrestrial debut. Right. That's when you watched that's it on That's what I remember, 4. yeah. We didn't do the box office thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Why have you not uh, ticked to talk about John Leslie? <laughs> and on the 1st of November... Uh, the first episode of I Got News For You after the, the uh, excuse me after the departure of Angus Deaton is hosted by Paul Merton. That, that right, whole scandal yeah. happened. Yeah, that was, that was a, that, I thought that was really unfair on Angus Deaton. I mean, he, we've all done of, it. <laughs> 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 no, come on, he was, um, he was kind of asking for it. A show that mocks the news. And yeah. then he's become the news. Of course they're going to mock him. And of course they're really going to go to town. Yeah, of course. For a, a really uh, salacious scandal. But I do wish they'd say, do you know what? Time served. Bring him back. Because as much as I like the guest presenters, mm. the continuity of him, it, now it just feels like a novelty every week. Who's hosting this week? Yeah, what are yeah. they going to bring to it? Doesn't matter because they'll be gone next week. Yeah, no, And it's exactly. kind of lost its edge, I think. I think so. Anyway. It's a great show, though. And anyway. we endorse the BBC. Do not sue us for Desert Island Dumbledores. <laughs> no, no. In fact, if I get a ticket to see uh, if I can issue that, would be awesome. The number one film when this film came out was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. What? Um, really? Yeah. That was, they, they, num- re- they re-released it? No, it was number one when it came out. <laughs> Joe Wait, hasn't what? got that. <laughs> <laughs> the number one film when this uh, came out was, was this film. Like, was explain this it again. Film. The number one f- when this film came out, the number one film in the cinemas was this film, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. What did it knock off the top? 28 Days Later. Oh. had been at number one for two weeks. And it was only at number one for one week on the UK box office. Then Die Another Day was at number one for four weeks. Which Chamber of Secrets only at number one for a one week? Yeah. Wow. Well, remember this. The was, power of Bond. This was the 40th anniversary of Bond as well. This was a very hyped Bond right, film. Sure. And good, probably one of the worst ever I was made. I say, good job they didn't waste it on a bad film. Anniversary. <laughs> 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 That's got to be one of the worst Bond songs as well, Die Another Day. Oh, it's it? awful. It's and awful. It was, it was Madonna, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it at one point, she just goes, Sigmund Freud, analyse this. <laughs> after, after not saying anything that needs to be analysed. He's like, what, what are you doing? What does point po- are you making? Does she point at anything? She's not really... Uh, I don't remember the music video, but in so the... Sigma Freud, analyse this. Oh, what? And then she points at something... Something... Scandalous. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. Uh, so there you go. What else, what else was going on in 2002? What was happening to us? I've set the scene. Now growing. With some, uh, growing boys, content. haven't we? Yeah, we were growing uh, young lads. Uh, so we, we've then... Yeah, we, we officially enter our last year of school. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. We're 15. It's a bit scary. Yeah. Oh, but no, yeah, but we stay for a little bit longer, don't we? Yeah, because we went to sixth form. Never leave. Yeah. Never leave. <laughs> we still go back to the, still still still, go back tomorrow. Still yeah. talking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point of this some, podcast. Yeah, some would say we're not over it. Um, <laughs> Best days of our lives. Yeah, days. school. What else, what else did we do? I mean, just, I guess that would have been the year we would have started going to a lot of gigs, I guess, around 15. Yeah, I think. Did we go to. Oh, we went to, went to my first ever gig. I d- uh, t- yeah, we went to see Newfound Glory. It was 2002, definitely. My brother was our uh, chaperone because we were 15. Yeah. Um, Newfound Glory, he found boring, is what he wants hey. to say. Yeah. Very good. Um, Which brother yeah. was this? This was Matt. Is that Was he your uh, brother at the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it still is. Um, yeah, that was... Uh, I don't remember a lot about that gig, to be honest. I remember. 
They ended on um, Ballad for the... No, they begun with Ballad for the Lost Romantics. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, remember, I don't remember. I've gotten older. I, I, find it, I, don't I mean, we're going to have to what, what? Oh, I don't remember. So Tom's trying to make you remember. Yeah, you but I don't... I don't no, I don't remember that song. I don't. I, don't, I haven't listened to Newfound Glory in... Probably... I thought you were into good music, mate. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's that's the debate we can have off mic, I suppose. But, um, <laughs> well, someone, someone you found a newer glory that's been <laughs> exactly. taken up all your time. Good music. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that was... It was Enjoy a... smashing pumpkins, mate. <laughs> F*** off. Shall <laughs> 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 so I open the chamber of regrets? No, yeah. let's talk about general chat and then you can regret. Right, right? We'll have some uh, general chit-chat. Okay. About the film. Do you know what I And then immediately open. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember the first time you saw this film? Yeah, I do remember the first time I saw this. I'm starting to think that I didn't see the first one in the cinema because I definitely didn't see this one in the cinema. First time I saw it was on DVD. Really? With my brother, yeah. Oh, this is exactly, this was our tradition. We went and saw it as a family again. So this became the Harry Potter tradition. That That's nice that you, you're in a family that has traditions. <laughs> good for you good for you I don't know how to take that yeah. um, so we went to see that uh, and then I watched it um, on this I watched it on Easter Sunday to re um, re you know, relight your get, fire relight my fire mm. and uh, yeah go on you, you take it away Pat well I remember I enjoyed it more than the first one first time I saw it okay um, because there was less world building that that had all been established sure the the, the plot kind of starts a lot sooner graphics you know, were, graphics are better in this one yeah the quidditch match looks marginally better you car know, was good the car was very good there were certain shots of the car that, that i really loved there's one where it sort of lands there is a big butt coming here <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm agreeing let's, with, st- let's stick to positives until yeah. we uh open up the i think despite what you were saying about rick mal and how good he would have been i think kenneth branner does an incredible job in this I was film gonna make the same point yeah i love that richard harris gets a bit more screen time and it's sad that we lost him when we did yeah I think Jason Isaacs is great. Great. Say hello to Jason Isaacs was written on my uh, notes as well. Nice, yep. He was just the right level of campy villain. He's just a a smith. He's he's got his toe over the pantomime line, Mm. but he he reigns it in enough that there's enough suppressed anger and hatred in his performance that he is slightly menacing without slipping too much into ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't go to full... um, No. uh, Alan Rickman in Sher- Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's really, it's really a measured performance. I yeah. think he's brilliant in it. Uh, there's a great story. I think when someone they told him where Dobby would be, and then they said as he was walking off, he just started swiping, and they went, "Oh, uh, what are you doing?" He went, "Oh, I'm just kicking him." Brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> what a legend! <laughs> I'm just giving him a kick. Yeah, great. Uh, there was the, there was the story as well where they say you're going to uh, shoot a curse at Harry, and he picked a Vada Kedavra. Really? I'm, I'm not too sure about that. Yeah. Wow. Like he's going to try and kill really? Harry right there in the school. Wow. That's a bit much, but that was that was his choice apparently. Yeah, yeah. He does look horrible when he's approaching Harry. Mm. Yeah. Um I actually I quite liked the well, I say liked. Uh the Dursleys were a lot less cartoonish in this film. Yeah. I've actually preferred them. I mean, actually, I'd almost go so far as to say sympathetic. He's trying to do a business deal here, mm, and Harry's yeah. screwing it up for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, no, I won't say what I don't like. Oh, but I do. But Dob- Dobby's smirk, I thought, was a bit unlike the character. We're, we're moving into regrets. Yeah, I'm not going there. fully in there. I'm just teasing it. I'm just saying I'm, I'm his smirk to... was a little. Mark Williams 
perfect yes cast. Yeah. Perfect, perfect casting, casting. he's great and what was great is we were all uh, massive so, repeat that on mic Tom please we were... <laughs> <laughs> sorry are you sure it's me that's not the equipment <laughs> I think the equipment might be faulty um <laughs> <laughs> little little teaser of what I had. Uh, you actually saw their voices breaking on screen. Yes, um, you did. Yeah. We uh, made a note of that as well. Mark Williams. He had the, it, it was great that they got a com- comic actor in to do this, uh, Rob, because he yeah. has some funny lines, and I was I'm laughing straight away. Um, it was it was hard watching. I mean, for fans of his earlier work in the Far Show and stuff, it was so like a lot of his lines delivered as Arthur Weasley. Yeah. It was so hard to not immediately think, yeah. which was nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. very Patrick nice. <laughs> yeah. So he had the the rubber duck line, which was quite funny. Mm. Um, what exactly is the function of a rubber duck? And then when they say your sons flew the car, he's like, really? How'd it go? go? And it's yeah. just perfect timing. And um, there is a funny line that I never picked up on until I watched it yesterday. Which is when Ginny runs down, and goes, "Mummy, where's my jumper?" And she goes, "It's on the cat." I was maybe oh, tickle, I didn't pick tickle up me yesterday. Yeah, um, I didn't pick up on it. And I just want to say that might be the All only the really... things you liked. <laughs> it's a very oh, okay. promising start to the film. Real promising. Okay, I, I, start to the okay film. I've got a few more positives. Okay, before let's we get let's in there, it. the opening shot of the film, that shot of suburbia, and how. It's just rows and rows yeah. and rows mm. and rows. That's almost Terry Gilliam in its sort of boring suburbia mm. monotony. And I really mm. like that. And he was, in, he was in line to direct Philosopher's Stone as well. Mm. Um, for some reason, didn't. That's a shame. He would have been good. I imagine yeah. he turned in a great one. He gets the British humour really well. Uh, Harry's boneless arm was an effect that I thought worked really well. Yeah. Yes. And the sound yeah. effect. Sound effect was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Um, uh, Dumbledore's office design is spot on. Yeah, for me, as is the uh, the burrow. Yeah, burrow looks really good. The en- the they're entrance all to, my good points. The entrance <laughs> to Dumbledore's office. The actual yeah uh, yeah the uh, the spiral staircase does not work how it works in the books. It's really no. impractical. Ah, we're, we're separating the books from the film. Okay, you, okay. it's really impractical. If you, need to, <laughs> if you need to get up to his office in a rush. It's really impractical. I think, uh, Pat, Pat and I uh, actually watched this together the other day, um, and Pat was making the point that everything in the film that's meant to be magical but is more mechanical than magical sort of immediately sort of takes you out of it. Strips away the magic. The way yeah. the the way the excuse me the sink opens to get to the Chamber of Secrets is just very pieces just move and then a little mm. piece of the grate like moves down and slots behind a tile and it's like there's nothing magical about this. It's this a secret is just, passage. Yeah, right? it's, yeah, it's mechanics. Okay. Um, shall I open it? Let's open the chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in. Right. We're finally here. Before, before I let you guys out your cage, <laughs> I'll level with you. I watched this yesterday. Go on. I was bored. Really? Oh, wow. Mind. Okay. Oh, man. And I've never thought I'd say that about Harry I at Potter. least wasn't bored when I, was I watched so it. Why were you bored? bored? I just was. I don't know what. I think. Did you not think this was a really dark in the way it looks? It just looked so dark. Mm. Yeah. I Which suppose, is odd yeah. because this is meant to be one of the lighter books. But the first two we always took as almost being in light where the rest were in shade. Yeah. And I was just really bored with it. I thought, I th- once again, a really promising opening. Um, you know, Ron comes to visit him in the car, mm. um, and then almost they get into like a scrape, you know, ca- ca- classic. Oh, we're going to get in the car and, and fly to Hogwarts ourselves, and there's a bit of jeopardy, and it was nice, but I just felt that, yeah, from I just 
yeah, I, I just got bored, and, and it really pains me to say that. You got bored during Philosopher's Stone as well. I got bored yeah. at the end of Philosopher's Stone, yeah. When when it's like starts ramping up. like yeah. that's, I was bored with a lot of the beginning of Philosopher's Stone, and then as soon as you hear them say, well, I was watching Sorcerer's Stone, but as soon as they say the Sorcerer's Stone, then it's like... Mm. Okay, this is going somewhere yeah. at last. But these are two really long films based on yeah. two very short mm. books. And and they both stick really close to the books as well, which I yeah. thought I would like, but actually No, the pacing is entirely off. The pacing is off. Um Yeah, and I agree. I thought Kenneth Branagh did a fine job as Lockhart, but I mm. still would have preferred. Um I see I d I don't think I would have preferred I having I don't think Rick Mail would have got the uh the subtlety that Kenneth Brenner got, especially if you're thinking, um, oh, Tom's offended. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're thinking of like flash shot. If you're thinking of him performing it like that, no. <laughs> Sorry to piss on your strawberries, mate. But no. <laughs> I, I wondered thinking, what you were thinking, doing near my shopping I was, bag. <laughs> I was thinking of a subtle flash art. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a less flashy heart. I just, I'm I was just not sure he would have been as good as Sir Ken. I thought Sir Ken was great. I was saying I think Rick Mel would have had a bit more menace in his eyes. So that bit where um, Fla- uh, Flash <laughs> Lockhart turns bad at the end and he realizes ulterior motives. Mm. I think Rick Mel would have got that uh, villainy across a bit better. I think you're absolutely right, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Five points to Gryffindor. <laughs> yes, I'm on ten points already. No, you're not. You're still on five. Tom has no power in this I situation. Am head boys can give <laughs> can give house points. All right. All right, Jonathan. Can I fly through my my Go on. my regrets? Go on. Let's hear some regrets. Right. Don't fly through them. Let's have a lovely chat. The DVD intro is still way oh, too long. Oh, we timed it. We still timed it. Still too long on this film. But we actually, no, we didn't time it. It had already started, and I, and I, it already got to the point where I was a bit irritated by how long it was going what on. What intro is this? Because it's not when, on... When you put the DVD in, yeah. there's just this long... I mean, I bought... I don't know how long ago I bought this yeah, DVD. It's probably be. about 10 years ago. Right, um, okay. But you put the DVD in, and it plays... Basically, plays the film... It's like, like a just, cloudy sky, and then yeah. in the top left of the screen, there's uh, through the cloud, you see the car flying, and then through the bottom left, you see like McGonagall teaching something, and then top right, there's Snape, and, mm. and it basically runs through the whole movie in what feels like two minutes of setup to get to the bit where you have finally have the option play movie. Yeah, it was it was long enough so that I'd got irritated by it mentioned it to pat then i looked at my watch and it took another i think 35 seconds to get wow. to the point where I, we press play movie okay mm. it doesn't happen on the dvd i got lucky well, you. good well is yeah that, I, does, I might repurchase because that, that is DVD? annoying enough for me to replace it is that the dvd that's got the uh gene wilder making that quote on it because <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anyone else has that dvd no, mate. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> why would DVD, gene wilder be i don't know through this right Gene Wilder and Rick Mal are dead, so you both stop <laughs> slagging them off, right? Not often. I love actors. Rick Mal, oh, really? and I wish he was peace. Not enough. <laughs> Not often you can say Gene Wilder and Rick Mal are dead, and the immediate sound you hear is laughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Radcliffe, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe, mm-hmm. blinks too much. Oh my he just goodness, blinks doesn't too much. he blink? What lights are in his eyes? Turn them down, he's blinking too much. <laughs> Bishop Brennan... Love uh, George Cormier, lend your little prick. <laughs> <laughs> but it completely took me out of the film. Why cast him? He doesn't even have any lines. If you just need an yeah. anonymous face, 
Call someone anonymous. Just Suddenly some- I'm going, oh, Bishop Brennan. Take someone from... That's the exact same thing I had last week with um, Cleese. Lily Headless Nick. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, John Cleese. Yeah, but he's got lines. Yeah, no, that's a character. Just take someone from the set. Don't take Bishop Brennan from Father <laughs> Ted. And, yeah, don't, and don't give him any... Get him angry at Harry. American, American audiences aren't going to go that... Don't drop the cake, <laughs> you little prick. <laughs> American audiences aren't going to go, oh, that's Brennan. No, no, they should. True. They should. They should educate themselves. They on absolutely the, should. On the genius of Father Ted. Yeah. Um, when Dobby show when when you first see Dobby, he's jumping up and down on Harry's bed, mm. and mm. a few minutes later, he shows Harry that he's actually been hiding all of his letters. Yeah. Where's he been hiding them? Where did mm. he pull those out of? Because <laughs> they weren't in his hand when we first saw him. Pillowcase. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, that was something that really made me give me a nasty. So I I watched this. Years ago, and and I we filmed it because um, it was me watching with my baby. She must have been about she must have been about nine months at the time. And I sent you guys the video of her watching mm. it as Dobby starts hitting himself with the head. Yeah. She absolutely cracks up. Yeah, we'll maybe great. tweet this video out of her just I think we should, absolutely loving. She's just proper laughing at Dobby. And then she turns and notices the camera and almost says, look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great, that's yeah. a great clip. Uh, yeah, this is more of this is more a comparison with the book, but Dobby's not supposed to be enjoying his mischief. He's not supposed to be smirking when he drops the cake. I yeah. don't think it was a smirk. I thought it was more of a No, no he smirk, no he mate. looks I don't think it's a smirk. Tom, you're wrong. I think it's and a you're forlorn. a grotesquely ugly freak. I, <laughs> I think it's forlorn. I think it's more of a Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. No, he's no, got, he's he's got, got a twinkle in his eye. When he sees the smirk. Yeah, when he of sees he's got the a cake. Twinkle. He's thinking I've saved Harry Potter's life. No. He's got a, this is going to get you in trouble, mate. You can't say no <laughs> to opinions. Canon will. Canon will. No. I don't know who You're can You're trying to say are. no to mine. No. <laughs> and there you go again. I'm trying to fix, I'm trying to fix your opinion, mate. The line, the line from Mrs. Weasley, only one place will get all this. Diagon Alley. Yeah, that's the... yeah, we know. Yeah, it's... we know it's <laughs> Diagon Alley. That is that is the no such thing as magic line from the Philosopher's Stone. It's just doesn't make it good or excusable. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, remember these are children's film. Of course, it's like it's only one place we'll get remember this. Remember Diagon Alley, yes. and then everyone's like, "Yes, we remember that from the first film." Thanks, Mrs. Weasley. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, we have a cynical view to that line. Yeah, but why <laughs> didn't one of her kids just go? Yeah, we know. Yeah, we, know. we go there do. every year before school. <laughs> that's what mums do. What you're telling me, your mum never told you something. You're going, oh, I, I did, I knew that mum. She said, I, de- I yeah, bet your mum didn't set it up that way. Though. She never said it like that. It's like we need to get some <laughs> eggs. And like, oh, you better go around to the shop. <laughs> There's only one place we're going to get this. Yeah, she, Bexley Heath <laughs> Broadway. <laughs> um, this is an interesting one. Some of the music cues in this film mm. are very, very similar to the music cues in the second. Star Wars well, prequel. I, I think they're the same. The they same are. Ones. Th- to my ear, they sound exactly the same. Maybe they're in a slightly different key or something. I'm not that good. But if John Williams is bored <laughs> and phoning it in, that's a bad sign. Yeah, that's I think a real it, bad sign. I think it's just filler because if you if you listen to it, uh, if you spot it, because it's always that music is always hidden. It's very low in the mix and it's be- always behind dialogue or some sort of noise. Right. For the muggles, I, please, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use any film terms, mate. It's it's ve- it's very like it's very qu- okay. It's very, it's very in the mix. It's very quiet. The music's very That'll quiet. It's, and it's but it's just there. It's just a bit of atmosphere. Uh, it's not at the forefront, which is so. I think they have just used the same music, yeah. which is lazy. 
It's, it's very lazy. But that, might, that also might not have been John Williams' uh, decision. It might have been uh, the people editing the film. Yeah, but like, imagine if they, they're walking down to Hagrid's cabin and they just go, oh, let's just use a scene from a different film where three <laughs> people are walking. <laughs> that's laziness. Yeah, that's true. It is laziness. Uh, only seven muggles saw the flying car. Why are they all so angry? That's an incredible achievement. Yeah, well done. A car starts flying outside King's Cross. Only seven people see it. That anger is misplaced. Um, (laughs) In both cases. They don't explain that Filch is a squib. That whole stuff's cut. I know that's another film film comparison. Uh, No, but I think that's important. It is important to know the motive behind why his cat gets attacked. So yeah, yeah, and just why he's generally oh. so angry. I think that's yeah. a great insight into that character. Yeah. yeah, it makes him really like quite pathetic and really sympathetic. Mm. Uh, his, I found another good point that I forgot to mention. The polyjuice transformation effect worked really well. I like yeah. how that looks. Mm. Uh, sort of Gryffindor just looks like it was bought at a toy shop. Looks really cheap. And Neville is a bad word. He he runs past Hagrid and Hagrid goes, "Hello, Neville." Neville don't say anything. Rude. They're all my points. He might have been smiling at him and nodding. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, you see his face. Just ignores him completely. Like they basically added the Hello Neville line in post-production and he was never meant to have a line. Um, I didn't like the, I didn't like the flashback with Hagrid. Why not? I didn't like the way his voice sounded. It, it really... Uh, well, it, was, it was just Robbie, Robbie Coltrane's Coltrane. I know, but it was like... Pitch. You, yeah, you couldn't see... Yeah, I know. In the bo- in the book, no, not to compare the book. In the book, he said Rubius. Yeah, and there's a little bit yeah, of a that's true. And he, he says Rubius the whole way through until Harry wakes up and goes, "Ron, the Chamber of Secrets." It was opened by Hagrid. Like, mm. He still delivers it in the same overly dramatic way again. As well, <laughs> it's a good overly dramatic way. No, no. Get it's a chapter. It's a chapter ender. I thought young Hagrid looked like meatloaf. <laughs> uh, I've got. I've got. I've, Is that a plus or a, or a minus? An observation. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> Joe, what's your regrets? I've got, I've got, a, I've got a couple. Are these of actually here. regrets of the movie? You're not going to slip in any regrets of life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I forgot to fill up my car on the way here. Uh, Did you? That's a regret, no. not a regret. Uh, yeah, no, that's a regret. Uh, no, I've only made a couple of notes. Uh, I wrote Arthur Weasley, great. Uh, yep. Diagonally, f- off. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that is awful. That no. is awful. No, but the way Mark Williams delivers a line diagonally, that's funny. Mm. It's funny. It's a funny line. Uh, I, I, I a disagree, I disagree. That's like putting a cold compress on a bullet wound. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not good enough to excuse what came before. <laughs> and why you failed your paramedic training. <laughs> <laughs> See, we've all learned something. <laughs> What was your thoughts when you first watched the film, Joe? When I first watched the film, I'll be honest, I don't, I mean, it's completely not the point of this podcast, but I don't really remember the first time I watched it. Good. Um. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm the same. I'm the same, though. Watching this film first time was a really forgettable experience, obviously. Mm. Um, And it shouldn't have been. But I can't remember the first time I saw it. Which no, speaks, speaks to the quality of the film, I think. Probably would yeah. have been in my house as a young person. I'm probably not that interested in it, I imagine. Watching it again after all this time was, <laughs> was, was fun because we was, I was watching it with someone. Yeah. So I was watching it yeah. with uh, Joe, so that was fun. So That's, that, I think, is a difference. I probably, oh, well if, I, if I was on my own, I probably would have found it boring. But because yeah, yeah, me and same. Pat were sort of, you know, 
being silly during the yeah, film. Yeah, being beavers and butted during it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much actually. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. <laughs> um, uh, Emma Watson is is improves in this film. Slight improvement. I'd say a big improvement. Broadly fine. No, big, broad, not <laughs> mm. and, and fine. Almost, almost like there's a certain amount of quality the kids share because Rupert Grint's performance declines in this film. It does, film. yeah. His voice is breaking. Yeah, but it doesn't mean he has to grimace at everything. Yeah. Oh, no. Some of his grimace faces are quite funny, Some but he does it in almost every scene. But yeah, yeah there's an over-grimace on yeah. his part. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll allow that. Thank you. Um, and uh, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah... Blinking aside, I think he's he's better. Um, the guy who plays Tom Riddle, he's, he's very blinking good. brilliant. Yeah. The guy who plays Tom Riddle's very good. Um, uh, yes, um, yes, is uh, is okay. It's okay. okay. Right. Possible. I liked his commentary of the final fight. Oh, your basil, your your bird has blinded the basilisk. Because if to go, <laughs> hey, yeah, guys, out what's happening. I'm here for you. Yeah. That, well, that was actually was that. I think that was a bit that I actually preferred with because when the bird was when the, um, uh, Fawkes was crying on Harry's wound in the book, uh, Tom Riddle's going, "Oh, he's crying over you because you're dying." I'm glad they cut that from uh, the film. They didn't use that line because that that I thought was the worst line in the book because that was the book that was Tom Riddle being Basil Exposition in the book rather than the film. Oh, Basilisk I, position. Basilisk Bas- position. Oh, very good. Very yes. much. There yes. we go. There we go. I knew oh, that still we had a punchline somewhere. <laughs> yes, yeah, five points to Gryffindor. Yes. Ten points up. Tom, you, got, oh. you need to come out with some bangers soon, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I didn't like going back to the Phoenix Tears, the way they shoehorn in the fact that Phoenix Tears have healing powers. They have to. They explain it in the most hokey way earlier on in the film when Dumbledore's mm. going, oh, remarkable creatures phoenixes they can carry you know 10 times their own weight and, and their and their tears have healing powers of course pat you just yeah. quickly get that in patrick you're you're a massive james bond fan <laughs> think about all <laughs> the times that he's been introducing like oh, bond here you go there's a yeah but i suppose <laughs> a pen invisoray yeah, there's, a, I, there's I a comedian called uh michael fabrin there's a brilliant routine where he's like they're introducing him to his spoon and he's like, oh, yeah, use this spoon, Bond. He's like, and then later on, uh, he's about to be killed. And he's like, any last request, Bond? You wouldn't deny a man his last yogurt, would you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, okay, so the, the quality of a Bond film, is it's, Bond is a different beast. It's why I can enjoy films like The Fast and the Furious, because there's a level of expectation going into them whereas something like this based on these books and how good these books are my level of expectation for these films is very high I know how good mm-hmm. they can be yeah. so when they don't meet that standard it's annoying whereas when a Bond film does something a bit silly I'm like yeah but they sent Bond into space once in the 70s before I was born these films are already inherently a little silly to me so I don't hold them to as high a standard okay. there you go that's my answer. Good rant, Pat. Because we know the story. It's like if someone pitched you the story of Harry Potter, you go, oh, that sounds great. That sounds like a great film. And mm. then you see the film and it's very disappointing. Yeah, and you go, it's based on a book. I don't want to read it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. If yeah. You, yeah, yeah, the other way is, around. Yeah, I, I can imagine someone watching the film's not... But then it's our age, isn't it? It's, it's the thir- a 30-year-old. If you were 16 watching the first film, maybe mm. you go, oh, I should read the books. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I, no, because no, because we would have been thirteen or fourteen watching the film, and I hated it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a sixteen-year-old now with 
the competition that's in cinema at the moment. You know, special effects have got to uh, a level that these films aren't at yet. No. And they obviously aren't there yet. Um, so I think you'd just be judging it with a different set of eyes. Mm. Yeah, I agree. But the, uh, so to go back to the um, the Tom Riddle thing that I liked, that he yes. didn't explain the crying of the folks. What did happen was the, uh, if you're da- Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter saying, uh, help will come to those if you show, oh, what's the oh, line? Yeah. If you're faithful to Dumbledore. And then help. when Dumbledore says it, you must have shown great uh, loyalty, loyalty to, to me. And then Daniel Radcliffe still looks surprised, yeah, <laughs> even though like, he's just said it to you Voldemort. Qu- you quoted him <laughs> about loyalty, and then his magic bird turned up to save you. <laughs> yeah. So when Dumbledore explains, oh, you show me great loyalty, that's why my ma- magic bird turned up, Radcliffe still looks confused. Yeah. Also, oh. Radcliffe looks offended when he hears mudblood, and then five minutes later in Hagrid's cabin goes, yeah, what does that word mean? Yeah. <laughs> why were you offended? Yeah, uh, I didn't like... The the lack. This is book again. In, see, in the previous film, they did the whole Han. You know, uh, in Star Wars, Han shot first. Mm. It gives an edge to his character. Now, in the book, they did similar to Hagrid. Hagrid out of nowhere magics a tail onto Dudley. Yeah, yeah. But in the film, they make Dudley Harry's cake, and that's why he's doing a reaction. Yeah, gives mm. more reaction uh, edge to Hagrid. In this film, they take out the Arthur Weasley. Um, Lucius Malfoy fight, which yeah. gives an edge to Arthur Weasley. And mm. Also shows that um, there is this hatred between the two, a proper hatred between the two. Um, yeah, that's two clearly families. been boiling up for a long time. We're yeah. watching it spill over. Yeah, and uh, also we're, we're, the fight, yeah, they, they take out the fight between Neville, um, Ron and Crabbe and Goyle uh, and Draco in the first film. So that, that it's almost like they've scaled back on the violence, but it, it it's kind of goes, well, actually, sometimes... A good fist fight is, yeah. Mm. But also that does add to it. So when in Prison of Azkaban, when Hermione does punch Draco in the film, it that's actually, a great moment in the it's film. It's a really yeah. proper yeah. great moment. Maybe if they had had fights, fist fights in the first two films, it wouldn't have. Um, that's a good point. Wouldn't have banged too much. Yeah, yeah good. But uh, do you know Before what? I pushed the whole half. Oh, I was, I was, <laughs> do you know what? I was genuinely just about to say it, but then you ruined it with that. So unlucky, mate. You've lost yourself five oh, points. I'll give him three points. Three points to Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pep. And an extra point to Gryffindor for your generosity there. (laughs) 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 Right, should we take a pause in the negativity, guys? Should we uh, do something else? Shut the chamber. Let's shut the chamber. We we might reopen it a little later on. Who knows? Um, right, I've lost my list. Actually, what do we want to talk about? Well, about well, <laughs> it doesn't matter because my two things aren't on there. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, should we have a should we have a little bit of uh, morphin time? Yep. It's morphin time. That's more like it, Joe. Much better. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I really worked hard on that. That's <laughs> So my morph, my morphing uh, regret in this one is that um, Peeves sh- uh, uh, Lockhart should be Rick Mal, but yeah. but also Armando Dippet wasn't in the film, mm-hmm. and he was in the book, and he had a scene with Tom Riddle. Um, I suppose uh, you could have picked, you know, someone like Patrick Stewart or uh, Ian McKellen maybe to do oh, yeah, that sort of role. Because um, it's almost like you know, in Hot Fuzz, where every 
uh, rank gets like it starts off with Martin yeah. Freeman, then it becomes Steve Coogan, a different level of British legend, and yeah. Bill Nighy. <laughs> yeah. You could have done something similar um, with this in that it's like well, it's Richard Harrison and it's oh, you know, uh, Ian McKellen, uh, Patrick Stewart, uh, someone, someone of that, yeah, that um, ilk, that ilk. Well, they do get broadbent in down the line. They get broadbent in yeah. down the line. Yeah. Um, so who, who was the character you, you mentioned you might have a character that you- yeah there was uh, so a character that was omitted um, and it adds nothing to the plot and I completely understand why this whole sequence was cut but from the books I loved it is Nearly Headless Nick's Death Day Pie oh yes mm. and I just feel like the castle feels less busy when you don't see because you're always reading about ghosts sort of hovering around and floating in and out of rooms just one sure. mm. aimlessly and it, it, on screen it just looks less busy so I think a scene with all those ghosts would have been great plus I've, I haven't hinted the fact that I love John Cleese or yep. at least uh, I'm a fan of his early work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great show with 40 Towers you should check it out he uh, was part of a comedy troupe but uh, when I was reading the book there's um, Sir Patrick Delaney Podmore who's sure. in charge of the headless hunt yes mm. has a back and forth with nearly headless Nick about whether or not he's qualified yeah and their argument is just quite well written and I thought someone, having someone like Michael Palin playing that yes. role would have been such a treat oh, yeah. that's to see such those a good two, shout to see those two bicker and go at each other again uh, I, I think that would be yeah that would be funny but once again you would go it's two pythons. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but that's that what I want. It would have yeah. been a nice treat. It would have been a nice treat. <laughs> that's what I'm after. Yeah. Um, but I completely understand why that all that was cut because it doesn't add anything mm. to the story. Really, it's mm. just some. It's just some whimsy. Yeah, well, you can't have Frank Kelly doing that role because you would have gone, "Oh, it's Father Jack." <laughs> <laughs> but if it's Michael Palin, no, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> He's done nothing. Where's he turned up now? <laughs> Hogwarts of all places. <laughs> Pat, yeah, you have a new game. I do, I, and it hasn't really been road tested that well yet. So okay, here we go. Good stuff. So, There's one thing. I mean, he's 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 refused to tell either me or Tom the name of the game. So yeah. uh... right, let's make sure I get this right. <laughs> okay, all right. This okay. game, <clears throat> this game is called Hi. My name is what? My name is who? My name is Chicka Chicka Lord Voldemort. Nice. <laughs> Do you have to do a rap about Harry Potter? Now, no, no, I might ruin it by playing the game, which could be awful, but I think the title was good enough. The yeah. title was. All right. Did you, can I, did you come up with the game and then the name, or did you come up with game the name? Game then name. Game then yeah. name, okay. Game then name. So you, hopefully you'll re- realise where the name fits. So this right, is sure. based on the scene, this is in the books as well, where we find out that Tom Riddle, his middle name is Marvolo. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we realise that Tom Marvolo Riddle is an anagram of I Am Lord Voldemort, which is a bit weird... Mm. That part of the anagram he chose, he, he came up with his name based on letters in his own name. Mm. But he also wanted to have I am mm. uh, as yeah. part of his name, which no one ever says. No. Um, and Marvolo's not actually a name. So it was, it, you just know J.K. Rowling was like, I need it to say this. What letters do I need? What yeah. name can I make out of them? So I was thinking, what if his middle name just hadn't been Marvolo? What if it had been like Barry? Tom Barry Riddle. What name would he come up with then? He can't call himself I am Lord Voldemort. He doesn't have the letters. So he might have come up with uh, I am Lord Tribred. That is, uh, that is one of the options he would have had. Tribred. So I was going to read you some names. Okay. And let me see if you can figure out what Voldemort's middle name is. 
in okay. these instances. <laughs> I'm gonna, this, I, I'll go along with this. God, I, I mean, need to imagine the day we're struggling for content, guys. That's what <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, okay. okay. Okay, so you can have... Uh, I am Lord Meat Child. Meat Child. Meat Child. Meat Child. Um... Uh, or uh, oh, let's uh, yeah, go on. Say the other one. And the uh, second name would be I am Lord Prick T Ted. <laughs> Who are those? Uh, which just, which are the middle names there? Is Patrick the second one? Yes, Tom Patrick Riddle <laughs> would have been I am Lord Prick T Ted. <laughs> and uh, other options would have been Mad Older Prick Tit. Uh, and, and I do trickled. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I do trickled. Tramp oh. is also another one. But I'm glad you had a good birthday, Pat. <laughs> what was the first one? Meat. I am Lord Meat Child. And another anagram of that is uh, Addict Hell Memoir. Christopher. Nope. Michael, yeah. this is what. Yes, it is. He's sitting right there. There we go. Tom, I was trying to work. I was seeing it's got an, it's got an M, but no, it's a C. Was, the C was the one that threw me. I was like, "Where's C?" Yeah, Tom, well done. I'm going to give you five points to Hufflepuff there, mate. Thanks, mate. Tom Michael Riddle. Another anagram is lead homicidal term, which is funny because wow. he's a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's. Uh, hi, my name is what? Who? My name is who? My name is Chicka Chicka Lord Voldemort. I, th- I uh, think I, I think, think it's, we should, I don't think we should play that again. I think it's okay. I think the game's okay. I think you need better participants for the game. Okay, so we uh, can't play the game again. We can't play the game again, <laughs> and that's me being very kind. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know how it would play out because there's a lot of just sitting in silence and trying to work it out. Yeah. The name, though, not for the long, name though. of the the, the game's long. the wow. name of the game. Name of the game, mate. That's. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm not going to give you a point. The game no. is very disappointing. Like, but, uh, I'm not going to lie; it sucked all the fun out. I could see how it's like a dement has just walked in. <laughs> yeah, this you was, guys are yeah. droopy. <sighs> let's open the chamber of regrets. I've got something to say about that game. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> Rob, isn't that your owl? <laughs> <laughs> or is? Oh, that'll be Errol with the post. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've got. We've let's got some, check we've got some, some emails. emails. See if that perks us up. Yeah, um, so we got an email from Paul Savage, who is uh, obviously uh, our writer of our cryptic clues. Yes, thank um, you very much, Paul. These are great. This is, very, this is a good question. He says, for an email, here's a question for you all to think on. What are your favourite unanswered questions, pet theories about the books? Now, Paul offers his. It's Mine is, what happens to the Dementors? They can't be trusted to go back to work or to be let loose. So are they genocided? My theory is that they were all individually isolated and one buried under every call centre, which is why an atmosphere <laughs> of depression and hopelessness pervades them. No, um, no offence to anyone who works in a call centre. I, I worked in a call centre briefly uh, in 2011, and it was horrible. Mm. I worked in a call centre briefly in 2011. Did you? In Melbourne. That's <laughs> not, not, not why I was depressed, Pat. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is a, a horrible place. Horrible place to work. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, for me, we touched on it. Uh, what happens to Umbridge after the film? Mm. Yeah, what does happen to Umbridge? Yeah. Um, and also, we, we talked about uh, all exams are cancelled. And it's like, yeah. great, but what, what happens what to those does happen what to year sevens? Years? Yeah, what happens to those year sevens that year? What happens to year fives with their OWLs? Yeah. You know, they 
what, do they just retake them all in year six and just have a massively hard sixth year? Or, or, or do we just assume their grades based on merit and how well they've done that year? They don't actually the, take an exam. There was always that rumour that, like, if, you know, if someone in your year dies... You, everyone automatically gets an A. Yes. Mm, so yes. maybe they all just got top marks. So that's great for the Dumbos in the year. I mean, if you. Uh, but then to, they're, they're now qualified for high ranking jobs. If you had to pick someone Are in you our fat year. Shaming? <laughs> no, I'm not fat shaming. Dumbos? As in dumb people. Oh, I thought you meant as in, as in the, the dumb kids. <laughs> if you had to pick someone in our year that would die and you get an A <laughs> out of it, who would you have picked? <laughs> oh. Um. Uh, but don't, do you have to be in their friendship group, or can say uh, say a name and I can bleep it, Tom? Okay, <laughs> be just um, for us. Uh, I would go for. Bear in mind, some people know you have died. That's uh, mad, isn't it? Some people, yeah. no, but uh, do you know what? I think uh, I won't say the name, but mm. I think it would be reasonable for the kid that ended up leaving school and then murdering someone. He oh. would be the one I would pick to die. Yeah, yeah. or well, yeah, our form's got a lot of uh, <laughs> candidates for early. Yeah, you've also <laughs> Marvolo. <laughs> <laughs> now you can, you, you can bleep the first and the third name but yeah <laughs> the Marvolo people will understand what you just said yeah. <laughs> uh, just a note to the listeners here I've had to cut the last five minutes because of Tom's potty mouth but just uh, for continuity's sake Pat was awarded five extra points for using applied Harry Potter knowledge uh, in a conversation which Tom took down a very dark alley and I'm very proud to know Tom at this moment <laughs> is that another <laughs> reference track that's not that is not fun for the listeners but we we've had a lovely time recording this episode oh, right emails bearded david Right, oh, Beardy David. I mean, if, look him up on Twitter, Beardy David, because he sent uh, a photo of his reaction to Tom's song in the episode two weeks ago. And he was enjoying that, it. That face oh. really tickled me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? That face was so glorious. I imitated it as soon as I saw it. It put, yeah, such, a it big really, smi- it put such a big smile on my face. It makes you face. feel such joy, that yeah, photo. Yeah. It's the perfect encapsulation of joy. That's what the song is for. It's for creating joy. It really is. Oh, <laughs> such a shame they didn't pick it up. <laughs> no, no. Imagine the joy. It so, would, would have been the best part of the film. The well, yeah, we'd, we'd have had people going, i tell you what, the song at the end, brilliant. That's what they were. <laughs> um, hi, guys. I've got a question for you. The Philosopher's Stone is a terrible movie with regards to acting. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I think we can all agree on that. But what scenes did you find the most awkward slash hilarious to watch? For me, the chess mm. watch is almost unwatchable, like an, office, uh, like an episode of The Office. And he also, this is to Pat, I also cannot wait to use the phrase, why the long bottom? <laughs> in the next few days. Love the show and keep up the awesome work. Thank you very much. Thanks, um, David. Nice uh, one. Yeah, the, well, the first film is full of cringy moments. Mm. Um, uh, uh, just basically, watch. every time Hermione takes a three-second gap to finish a line, <laughs> you're, you're doing magic. I Show s- us then. It, it, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's all, there's little things in that. It's, and I think this is because, and no offence to any Americans out there, oh, but yeah. this is, I think this is an American director directing little English kids, you know, because there's constant use of slang in the script or not slang in the script. 
that, you know, Ron, maybe who's slightly more working class, would have used the bloody, slang. Bloody hell. Yeah, yeah do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, whereas Holy ha- cricket, you're Harry Potter. Yeah, whereas, yeah. whereas Hermione probably wouldn't have said, show us. Do you know, show us then, as in, because that's more of a, yeah. like, oh, show us. Show us yeah. what you're doing. But show yeah. us then. Do you know what I mean? Mine yeah, is similar to, to that. It is Hermione. It's when they, they talk about, you're the youngest seeker. And Hermione turns up and goes, it's in your blood. Like that, and then they take him to the, the shield, and then he's like, "Blimey, you never told me your dad was a seek, Ron. You, you know, know he doesn't know. <laughs> Have some. You know this, Ron. Come on, be more sympathetic. He's the boy who lived. Yeah. When his dad died, he doesn't know his dad. I, I didn't know. Of course, he didn't know that. Um, yeah, that that made me cringe. That scene, even now watching it back, made me cringe. Going, oh. I've got just a couple of bits of dialogue near the start that really do my head in. There's mm. a bit, uh, and annoyingly, one of them is Robbie Coltrane. But they clearly just said, "Hey, when you're wandering down Diagon Alley, just ad lib." So he says, "Oh, and there's a shop over there where you can buy some bits and bobs for all your wizardry." It's like no one would have written that line. That's just an awful line. Um, Harry says, "How am I to pay for all this? I haven't any money." No, no kid talks like no, that. No, And Ron says, um, oh, uh, Fred and George showed me a spell as to turn him yellow. No kid talks like that. As a spell turn. as to turn him yellow. No, no, no. This, and this is Ron as well. This yeah. is no kid talks mm. like that. Those, yeah. those were some bits that really stuck out to me. But uh, yeah, I think we've, we've, uh, we've come to the end of the emails. Well, I've just, you know what? I've just gone for yeah. our list of what oh, we Mail's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Mail's gone. Rick Mail's <laughs> yes, we all miss him. Hang on. What? So we have got an email. Oh, it's from Finland. We've got an email from Finland. Get out! Yeah. Hey lads, I found your podcast from Spotify. I've been loving it ever since. It's really oh. genuine and entertaining. And of course, as a Potterhead myself, it suits my interest. I would love to hear you take some more Potter-themed quizzes. Well, Pat just did the sorting pattern in the last episode, so yep, yeah. there are many great ones in Pottermore. If the producer runs out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work. Yes, thank you. Um, and it's greetings from Finland, and it's spelt T Y T T I, and it's got a PS. Good luck with pronouncing my name. Yeah, I don't want to. I mean, is it is it Titty? <laughs> oh, I'd have gone for Tighty. Um, um, oh wow! That you can be our Finnish correspondent. Let yeah. us know what's going on in Finland. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... Oh, going back to Michael Palin on the mm-hmm. old uh, Monty Python album. He had a great song about Finland. Really? Well, yeah. there, you, there you go. Lovely Check stuff. it out. Check it out if you haven't heard it. Titty. Oh, Tom, can you, I've, I've can got you a feeling Google, it's like uh, go on YouTube how to pronounce it? How to pronounce titty. Because <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get this right. <laughs> Tom's Googled titty and got distracted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, it's got, oh, it's got three ways. Uh, oh, okay, let's I'll hear pick, them all. Let's I'll pick all. one, you pick one. Say, right, do that again, Tommy. Tidy. 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 Okay. Titty. And Titty is titty. one of them. We'll go, we'll go Titty. I'm go. I'll ha- I'm happy with Tighty. Tighty. Can yeah. I mean, if you, if you can send us Tighty, if you can send us an audio recording, yeah, that'd, you, be yes, great. that'd be and amazing. I'll, and I'll go for Titty, the t-t-t-t-t. the second one. So we'll all, we'll all we'll all pick one. That's Tom's initials. Tt. Yeah. yeah. Tt. Yes. Um, I'm trying to. That's that's the end of the emails. No okay, way. that's cool. Oh, well, thank you very much for getting in touch. We've got a new Finnish correspondent. Mm. What do we want to know about Finland? Um, what's, what's the biggest sport in Finland? And explain the rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is the national cuisine? What is the dish everyone yeah. eats? Yes. What is the national dish and what do you eat on Christmas Day? That yeah. varies a lot. 
quiz? Should I do the answers? Mm, good we'll do it before the quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll good do it before the quiz. Uh, once again, thank you so much uh, to Paul Savage. Thank uh, you, Paul. For sending it in. Thanks, thanks, man. And thanks for your email as well. That was a good question. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm going to... Come on, microphone. I'm going to have a think about a better answer to his question, because that was a good question. Yeah, maybe bring that up next week. So, number f- 16. Muggle-born father unders, undoes knotted S. Undoes. Undoes. Undoes knotted S. Three, five. It is... Go on. Uh, Ted Tonks. Ted Tonks, Ted Tonks. Knotted S... Yes, yes. All not, right. not, yep. Yeah, not... Yeah, not... By the way, we've still got... Mike has been sitting here all week uh, yeah, yeah, in the one. studio. Uh, so, Mike, if you have any of these answers, give us a shout. He's famished. Uh, ready? <laughs> he has not... <laughs> Covered <laughs> under the We'll let you into the second bedroom. Um, number 17. Uncle's company makes training runs. It's got to be... Do you Uncle. know it? Did we say grunnings? Yeah, I thought it was grunnings. It's um, close. It's drills. Drills. Training runs, drills. Yeah. I didn't think about it enough. Uh, number 18, war reverses into Dr. Half-Brother. Got this one. Yep. Grop. Grop. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19, Seeker drops Spanish, modifies. Mike's put his hand up. Oh, I think this is Cho Chang. So Chang. It's Chang, yes. Nice. And, well done, uh, This nice. one's quite an easy one. Colin's brother was sinned against. It's got to be Dennis. Dennis. Sinned yes. against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. So well done to anyone who got them. Uh, and we'll now read out the next five, uh, which we'll tweet and Facebook out off our Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. account at AATAPod. And where else we'd do it? Uh, 21 data... Not needed. Uh, 21 <laughs> day, date of birth close to house self five. Date of birth close to house self five. Got this. Number 22. Sprog gets lost going north to Animagus. Number got six. Mm-hmm. Number 23. I'm sure it's really nice for the listener to hear. Yeah, got that. Got it. Got it. No, but it's, it's a bit more competition because it's like, if I say, oh, I don't know what that one is, and then they if, get it, that's good for I them. I can get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 23. Head boy, not me, drops E in a cr- in creepy mix-up. Five. Ooh, very good. 24. Not a short ass, if I'm being frank. Ten. And also, number... I've had a lot longer to think about them, so yeah. I don't know why I'm <laughs> boasting. We have had them for about a month uh, now. 25, so. <laughs> two-colour-girl-8-5. So, uh, yeah, if you want to get in touch with the show uh, to answer them, you can on Twitter at AATTAPod, or on email, we're at AATTAPod at gmail.com. Joe? Yes, mate? You've got a quiz for us. Oh, you know I haven't. I've forgotten it. No, I'm joking. What's it say about your character that was perfectly willing to accept that <laughs> what does it say about the standard of the quiz that you got my hopes up when he said <laughs> <laughs> you won last week you should still be in, I want to go be, out on a high you should yeah. be feeling confident um, I always forget who called last time it was I called, called last time, time. Yep, Thomas heads and or tails I'll go tails, you go tails. I'll take heads and Pat, it's heads. Always heads. Mm. There you That's go. The it's always heads. So would you like uh, to go first or second, mate? Second, You'd please. like to go second. Okay. Thomas Toll. Okay. Uh, and here we go with the quiz Columbus. Um, nice. Tom, I know you know this because you brought it up earlier. Mm. Arthur's first question to Harry about the muggles is what? What exactly is the function of a rubber duck? Correct, mate. Um, which... Uh, which class order of Merlin does Lockhart have? Third. Correct. Well done. Uh, what's the final score of the Quidditch match? Um, is it 180 to 90? 
That's correct. I was sorry. I was going to put in the caveat, assuming that no more goals are scored during the snitch chase. Yeah. For a bonus point, what yeah. is the score when we join the match? Uh, when we join the match, well, technically it would be 80-30 because as we correct. join the match... The, the, That's correct. They haven't wow. scored the point at that yeah. point. Well done. Because then you see that it, this it pings up to 90. This is brilliant. Work, what, yeah. what colour is Ginny's quill? Quill? Is it when she says Ginny dear... Is she writing then? She's writing, yeah. Orange? Correct. Oh, oh mate. Oh. Uh, very, very Smashing good. it back with a vengeance. Uh, what is Myrtle's message to Harry before he enters the chamber? Um, if you die, you can share my toilet. Tom, perfect score. Oh. Really well done, mate. That is that the very... first perfect score? I think that might be. I think it possibly, yeah. That was very good, mate. Yeah, well Pat's, done. Pat's, Pat's on a roll with the snitches. So. What do you mean on a roll? I got one. <laughs> yes, that's the start of a roll. <laughs> no, no, that's a... Um, what's the word? Not an abomination. Uh, aberration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's an aberration. Question one. What is the first lesson you see in the film? Oh, Transfiguration? No, herbology. Yeah, it's herbology. Oh, it is, because you got the great shot down through yeah. the greenhouse. Because it made me think, did you see herbology in the first film? I don't you think you didn't. did. No. You didn't, because they didn't have Miriam Margulies. For, for a bonus point, what were they doing in the herbology class? Oh, they were taking out the... I can't remember what they're called. Little mud sprites. <laughs> they were taking out the little mud sprites. Uh, we've, got, we've got two hands up in the room. Mike, on, Mike. shout it out. With enough time, I would have got that, but um, I don't want to take the mic. Oh, do you know what? I think <laughs> that's Mike. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you might struggle with this. Uh, what is the incantation to? Sorry, my writing's really bad. Sorry, what is the incantation to turn an animal into a water goblet? Faraverto. Very good. Very good. Yes, well Thank done. You. Um, the what is the sp- Bell Snape used in Lockhart's demonstration. Expelliarmus. Correct. Yeah. And you never see it that powerful again. No, no you <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, who is the headmaster the last time the chamber was opened? Yeah, dip it. Correct. <laughs> oh, no, bludger. <laughs> no? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, this just must have whizzed um, past my head. And final question. Uh the film Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is based on a novel by whom? <laughs> think about that. Joanne Rowling. Uh, Joanne K. Rowling is correct. Well done, Pat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I said JK and it was blood, I could have said no. No, I didn't say it. No, I, well, the answer was JK Rowling, but uh, Joanne oh, Rowling, okay. I will accept. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that uh, that is six four in the quiz, which makes it uh, Pat's twenty to Tom's fourteen. So Pat, you're leading by six because of the bonus points I've dished oh, out over the course of the. In. Uh, of the course of the episode, so that's interesting. Okay, so the snitch, if you get it exact, it's worth 3.2 million points. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get the closest, it's worth 10 points. Okay. okay. What was the worldwide gross of this film in US dollars? Okay. <laughs> Mike, are you Googling it? <laughs> oh, okay, oh. yeah, I'd like to get Mike's answer. Mike right. could win it here if he gets uh, 3.2 million points. Yeah. <laughs> Right, you got it? 
Yeah. Right, Tom, let's hear yours. I've gone for 270 million. 270 million, Pat? Total worldwide gross? Yeah. I've gone for 810 million. <laughs> okay, uh, Mike, what was yours quickly? Okay, Pat's the winner. Eight hundred seventy-eight million nine hundred seventy-nine six hundred. I just thought the opening weekend was ninety. I thought that's opening. Oh, yeah, but it was in the cinema for about no. six months. Total worldwide as well, not Pat, just UK two in a row for Pat Holy here. Wow. Hell, I, the, now Shit. it is a roll. Now it's a roll. <laughs> now it's a roll. Before it was a sandwich. Now it's a roll. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Congratulations, Pat. Thank you very much. You've done very oh, well. Happy Easter, everyone. That <laughs> was Easter, that was everyone. two weeks ago. Well, you say happy Easter, but technically, Pat, this this episode is going out on Joe's birthday. It's God, it's <gasps> birthday. this one's going out then. Today, I am a thirty-one-year-old man, like the rest of you chumps. I got you a book of dog names. <laughs> 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 we'll get it. We'll, we'll sort something out. We'll sort something out. It we'll makes it. We're recording this a week and a half before my birthday. I, don't, oh, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting. A, we got a. a um, we bought a gift for an actual birth. For an actual birth. An actual birth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a literal birthday. We bought the Harry Potter collection for a friend of ours who's just had a kid, and uh, he was very annoyed. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was very annoyed, but I know his kid's gonna love but it. That's the action. That's the reaction we were kind of going yeah. for, wasn't yeah. it? Because he has to read it out yeah. loud to his He's, child. He kept saying, "I'm not reading them. I'm not reading them. <laughs> she can read them to me." <laughs> yeah. So, nice. welcome to the world, uh, young Henry. I mm, yeah. uh, hope you enjoy the books, mate. Indeed. Uh, films not so much but uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you can ignore them don't worry about it thank you so so much for listening guys uh, if you do want to get in touch with the show please do so via twitter and facebook we're at aatta pod or you can do so via email we're aatta pod at gmail.com uh thanks for listening you guys enjoyed yourself i've really I've, enjoyed myself yeah, i've had yeah, a great time, time yeah. mike you had a good time Seeing the magic. Oh, uh, good. Mike, Mike has been sat in this room for a whole week waiting for us to record this episode because he, yeah. he enjoyed it so much last week. Bless uh, him. So next week will be another mini-sode. Mini-sode. And then we'll be on to... What's the Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. It, Change I, of director. It yeah. really starts picking up. <laughs> mm. For me... It goes down. But really? Also, yeah. yeah, I know. Another conflict. But, but it's Tom's favourite book, it's isn't it? So it's book. the movie he's sure. going to judge okay. harshest. Exactly. Well, um, I, wonder, I wonder if you'll still have that opinion, actually. I wonder if I'll still have the magic inside me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. I've been Tom Toll. I've been Patrick Holland. I've been Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can via email on aattapod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Facebook at aattapod. Uh, the next episode will be uh, focusing on Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. No, it won't. <laughs> yes, it will. If that was for the minisode. No, the... Oh, no, this is. Was... Oh, yeah, okay. You've made, it... <laughs> You've made it difficult for me. Oh, have I? Because I'm recording this after... Yeah, I think you made it difficult for yourself by going, no, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, because now I've got to move it into a different file. Oh, this right. is the one what, is that going to hurt your back, is it? <laughs> move it. <if> it... <sighs> what did you think I was going to do? I'm on both sides. I thought, let's go in chronological order. I didn't think about where you were going to be saving so me. It was just yeah. in the same foot. I mean, right. just say next week uh, <laughs> we'll be out next April okay, 15th. Okay. Yep. <laughs> 
Thank you so, so much for listening, guys, um, to After All This Time Always. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do uh, via email. We're aattapod at gmail.com. Or you can do via Twitter and Facebook at aattapod. The next episode will be coming out on Thursday, April the 19th. We'll be doing Pat's Desert Island Dumbledores. So until then, thanks very much. Uh, goodbye. This might be in the book as well, but how does Vernon Dursley know the owls are used for post if they if they've barred up the windows and Harry hasn't received any letters? What? How does he know the owl is used for post? How does he know the owls? Did you not watch the first film where owls continually yeah. bombard yeah, owls yeah. came out of the Sorry, fireplace? I didn't really, yeah, yeah, so that's my fault. And <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. In the next episode, you regret that. There's not going to be wait. an edit point here. Wait, wait, wait. You just said one point. Edit point. <laughs> 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 <laughs>